And so when I, when I first heard your training about the concepts of, you know, active recall, space repetition, you know, how our brains are supposed to work and learn information that just logically made sense to me. It clicked. I wish I had known that sooner. Uh, like, so I just, I just started researching those things and, and, and just found out it was, it was the way to go. And I just knew if, if there was a product that worked, it, it was with these concepts in mind. Welcome to episode 46 of the CPA Exam Experience podcast from Superfast CPA. I'm Nate, and in today's interview, you're going to hear me talk with Zach. Zach is a Superfast CPA customer, and he has passed two of his CPA exams so far. He's currently in his master's degree, so he's well on his way to being done with his exams by the time he graduates with his master's. And Zach just shares a lot of very good tips in this interview. Again, we kind of talk through the entire study process. Three things specifically I want you to listen for, actually maybe four things. So he shares a really good tip on flashcards and a flashcard app or a flashcard making app that I wasn't familiar with because I mean, I haven't actively been creating flashcards for myself since I studied for the exams, of course. So he talks about that and I've looked into it since then. I think it's a very good recommendation. I'll link to that in the uh, show notes on the episode page. And then the second thing would be to, especially if you use Becker, Zach is using Becker, so he shares several very specific tips for using the Becker software along with the Superfast CPA study framework or study strategies. And then the third thing to listen for is he makes a, he makes a key point because he uses our app a lot for the idea of mini sessions. So, you know, so of course you have your main study session and then throughout the rest of your day, ideally in some format, you're doing quizzes, you're reading review notes, listening to audio notes whenever you can, because a big part of our approach, we don't talk about this specifically because I think people would be bored most of the time, but there's a lot of valid brain science behind the idea of chunking down your study sessions into these smaller pieces all throughout your day and recalling the info that you're trying to learn over and over and over throughout your day in smaller sessions that is proven to be much more or dramatically more effective for long-term learning and retention when you're trying to learn something new. And so that's why our idea of the mini sessions and then our products from the app work so well. Again, just the convenience factor. You're always carrying your, your phone around. We look at our phones constantly. And so the idea is you just switch out part of your normal time-wasting time on your phone instead of looking at ESPN or TikTok or whatever it is, you just switch a portion of that time to CPA review all throughout your day whenever you have three to five minutes. So he talks about that, but the point that he makes is he says that that idea really helped him because it miniaturizes the studying. Again, we teach our clients to basically have a two-hour morning main session instead of trying to find four or five hours all at once, you know, to sit in front of your review course, because most people just run out of time each day and they don't have four entire hours to just sit in front of the review course. So what he talks about is being able to pull out his phone and jump onto the app and do a five question quiz, you know, 10 or 15 times a day, each little instance doesn't have any dread factor. So there's no dread factor to pulling out your phone and just doing a five question quiz that takes three minutes 
or listening to audio notes whenever you're driving in your car or commuting or preparing meals or working out, stuff like that. It's just something you do to fill up the nooks and crannies of your day that adds all this extra exposure and review time to all these concepts you're trying to learn and you know deeply understand and retain before test day. So I really like the way that he put that. It helps you, it helps miniaturize the study process so that there's not nearly as much of a dread factor. You're not having to fight just sheer lack of motivation to fit in all your extra study time. It just happens in three, five, ten minutes at a time. So the fourth thing is overall, I really like this interview because you can tell as you listen to it that Zach is a strategic thinker. And, and that's that's really the big idea behind everything we teach our customers at Superfast CPA is a lot of people, again, they're dedicated, they sit down, but they just start throwing time at this project or this process of trying to pass the exams. When you can literally spend less time and effort and get much better results by just being strategic about, okay, how am I going to perfect my own study process so that I'm very efficient? When I sit down, instead of wasting time watching video lectures over and over, I know exactly how I'm going to approach each lesson, how I dissect topics, how I translate things onto flashcards or make my own notes or whatever it is, but being strategic about your study process itself. And so you'll get a lot of good ideas as to how to do that by listening to this interview with Zach. So before we get into the interview, just want to mention our free one hour training. That is the best place for you to start if you if this is new to you or you just barely came across super fast CPA or if you've never if you're a longtime listener and you've just never taken the time to sign up and watch one of those free one hour trainings. Again, Zach mentions in this interview, like pretty much every other interview, that that was his first uh, exposure or the first thing he kind of watched from Superfast CPA or from us to get an idea of what we're all about. And so in that one hour training, these are free one hour trainings. It's in webinar format. We walk through our study framework. So we teach you the perfect two hour study session. And the idea again is that that's all you need to do on work days is two hours instead of trying to study for four to five hours, exactly what that process should look like. And then the six key ingredients of every successful study process. So those two things, we kind of paint that picture over these one hour trainings. So it, it's literally one hour that will save you months and months of time. It will give you several aha moments. You'll view the study process much differently and you will instantly get several big picture ideas about how to just approach the study process much differently instead of just sitting down and trying to grind through every single resource your review course gives you. Again, it's all about being strategic about how you structure your own study process. So to register for one of those trainings, go to our main site at superfastcpa.com. It's the main thing at the top of the homepage. Click the button, view the upcoming times, pick a time where you can just pay attention. It's just one hour that will save you so much time and effort. So all that being said, let's get into the interview with Zach. So you're in your, you're in your Mac right now. Is that what it is? That's correct. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I didn't, uh, I don't know if I, if Utah, 
and when I was in my master's, I was under the impression you had to be like done. And maybe that's just a state thing, but so you're able to be taking these while you're in your, in your, in your master's. Yeah. So, uh, I'm not sure what the, the rule was before, but at least for us, I think we only needed 120 to sit for the exams, 120 credit hours. And so, um, coming out of undergrad, we're able to, to start taking them once we're in our master's. That's awesome. And you're yeah. half done. Half done. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Feels good. Thanks to, to, thanks to you guys. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so you started the process having our study tools or whatever. Yes, that's correct. Uh, I started studying last, last summer and, uh, didn't have it right at the start. I, I was studying for a few weeks. Um, but I knew there was probably something out there where, uh, there was probably a more efficient way of studying for these exams and someone had figured it out. So I was just kind of just searching the internet for some better way to work smarter and not harder. And uh, yeah. I think that's when I, that's when I came across a super fast CPA and it, it this, I was a few weeks, few weeks into studying. So I, it was essentially the, my entire time setting been using your products. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And what, what was the first thing you came across? Did you end up watching the one hour training? That's pretty much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I can't remember how I first heard about that, but I, I that was the first thing I, I listened to was one of your one hour trainings. Okay. Well, so but like the first few weeks you mentioned, I guess two questions, you know, you you came out of your bachelor's and then, you know, so you know how college goes and classes. Right. And then uh, what was the difference for you with starting the CPA study process or what was it that first few weeks that made you think there's got to be a better way to do this? Yeah. So I, my experience in undergrad, I was kind of using my, my experience studying for the GMAT as kind of a, I don't want to repeat this, this process again. I kind of had a nightmare experience of, I mean, I, I did fine on the GMAT, but it was not as good as I hoped. And, and the studying process was just kind of agonizing on top of school. And I just didn't want to repeat that. And so uh, I think going into the CPA exams and knowing I would spend, I'd spend a whole year studying for them four parts. I just didn't want to repeat kind of a nightmare study experience that I had. Yeah. In undergrad. And, uh, and so when I, when I first heard your training about the concepts of, you know, active recall space repetition, you know, how our brains are supposed to work and learn information that just logically made sense to me. It clicked. Mm-hmm. I wish I had known that sooner. Uh, like, and how to study in, in college. And so I just, I just started researching those things and, and, and just found out it was, it was the way to go. And I just knew if, if there was a product that worked, it, it was with these concepts in mind. Yeah. Um, that specific thing, that's not something people mention a lot when, well, and in our trainings, we don't, we don't go way into that. Like mm-hmm. the, like the brain science behind why the spaced repetition and the recall I, I believe they call it when you're reading like the research papers, they call it like retrieval sessions. Right. Anyways, you know, so to not spend 20 minutes on those webinars talking about that or in like showing screenshots of research papers, we don't talk about it a ton. Yeah. But that is what kind of the whole idea is based on. You said you kind of researched it. Like w- what did you find out? And then how do you, how do you use that in your daily process? Yeah. Um, so 
as soon as you kind of mentioned in that webinar about just kind of a different way of studying that I didn't really know about, <laughs> I was really interested in, in finding more about it. And I actually just, there's a huge community on YouTube of, of productivity YouTubers who, who are all about studying the right way. And it's mainly med school students who have to remember all this information. And, you know, so just hearing more about that and the science just kind of, it just made sense to me. And uh, so I kind of took their ideas, your, uh, your tips from your webinar and, and even from all the products that you provide that just incorporating this into my studying of, especially with flashcards and the, the mini quizzes, that was just mm -hmm. kind of something I knew I needed to just, that was what I needed to have in my study process. That was what I didn't have before in, yeah. in my college experience. And so I think that was kind of the game changer for me was staying on top of all this information in a, in an organized way and, and making sure I'm no, not forgetting things that I learned weeks before. Yeah, it's true. I, I think it does just make logical sense, you know, instead of going through each lesson and you spend all this time getting, feeling like you've mastered it, right. but then you're going to go through 200 other topics and not really look back at anything. You will forget huge portions. And so mm -hmm. that when I was studying, that wasn't even really my idea. The main thing was I only really had like the two hours in the morning. And then pretty quickly, I just realized I look at my phone constantly. I should have something. I should be doing something on, with my phone right. throughout the day instead of like checking ESPN 500 times. <laughs> so your first few weeks, how many hours a day were you trying to study? Actually, well, yes, that. And also when you first started with your review course, mm -hmm. I'm guessing you just started the traditional way where, okay, I watched the lecture then I read the chapter. What were the first few weeks like and how many, uh, how much time were you trying to put in? Yeah. Yeah. I was just doing the traditional, like you said, uh, trying to get through each module, uh, which could take up to three to four hours a day, you know, with watching the lectures, doing all the questions, the Sims, and then those uh, extra practice, you know, I, I had Becker, so they had, they gave a lot to do. And I mm -hmm. felt like I had to do all of it just cause I paid for it. Yeah. Um, and pretty soon, you know, in those few weeks, I realized, you know, I can do this now in, in summer, you know, I have the time, but you know, once I start school and have classes, I, I, I probably won't have, as much time, like four hour blocks every day to devote just to CPA. You know, I kind of, I kind of wanted to have a life a little bit. Yeah. Um, and so that's, that's when I started trying to research a better way to, to study and, and just to make it more efficient. And so what is a, what does a day look like now? I mean, including your, uh, your time spent on classes and studying for school, like how do you yeah. What, what's a day look like for you? Where do you fit in the CPA study and everything? So I, I, like you said, uh, I appreciate what you said about, um, making it part of your routine, your daily routine. Um, and so what I found was the best time for me was right at the start of the day before my classes start. I chose not to have any 8 AMs this semester, but I did have an 8 AM last semester. Um, but it helps kind of having, uh, some of that time in the morning for CPA. So I, I usually give two hours uh, before my first class, do that two hour main study session. And, and so that way I have it done at the beginning of the day. And then basically the rest of the day is, is classes, studying for those classes, 
and then having some time in the evening just to to relax or, or you know exercise, think, do things I like. But I, I think having it at the beginning of the day has been really key for me, and that's what I've stuck to since uh, last semester. Is is just doing at the start. Yeah. And do you just aim for the, you might've just said this, do you just aim for the two hour main session? Like, or how long is it in the morning? Right. So I do the two hour main session, uh, before my first class at nine 30. And so that's usually from seven 30 to nine 30. I'm, I'm doing CPA. Um, just going through the, the, you know, questions first and then, uh, ending with a 30, 30 question mini quiz, just how you, how you recommend nice. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I mean, I love hearing that. Mm -hmm. I, the thing is that when people, they get it, uh, do you have the pro videos? Like if you watch those, I do, I have seen okay. those. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, if you go through it's, it's really, it's like hard to go wrong. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm like a genius, but <laughs> yeah. When someone just gets it and they do it, mm -hmm. it, it really works. So. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you saying that. And then do you, I'm assuming you do like the mini sessions thing, just using the app throughout the day. So I, I, I use the app. The app was awesome. I think that was totally worth the whole bundle and, and, you know, buying into your product is, is, you know, the app was super crucial and, and then all the extra stuff you give us. But I do, I do use my main study materials for the 30 questions right at the end. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then uh, throughout the day, I, I hop on the app pretty regularly and, and listen to the audio notes pretty regularly. You know, when I'm exercising, I tend to listen to those as well. And so just adding on to that two hours that I do in the morning, it's helpful. And, and what I like about it is it really miniaturizes studying just like the app, just because it, it takes away the, you know, four hour daunting study. Yeah, the dread <laughs> factor. The yes. dread factor. It takes that away, which is uh, huge for me. That was what was wrong with my, my GMAT was I, there was this huge dread factor. Mm -hmm. And so I just didn't want that with the CPA. And so I think miniaturizing the study process, spacing it out throughout the day was really a way I, I felt like going, uh, you know, I totally agreed with going this way. And, yeah. uh, and, the, and the, you know, I use Becker, it's great, but they don't have that miniaturized process of, the mini quizzes, the five second or the five uh, question quizzes or the the uh, audio notes uh, that you can just pull up on your phone wherever you are. Uh, and like you said, you know, we have our phones with us everywhere. And so being able to incorporate some aspect of studying um, wherever I am is like it was totally a game changer for me. Yeah. Getting those uh, screen time reports every week is like embarrassing sometimes. Just like, I feel so busy. How do I fit in three hours a day on this stupid thing? Yeah. <laughs> and that's, yeah, that's the reality is like, we look at our phones all the time. Mm -hmm. What about what's your process for uh, like practice Sims or how do you preparing for the Sims? You know, what, how do you treat that? So actually recently, you know, I've over the past, you know, school year and, and trying to perfect my study process uh, with all the tips you give and hearing, especially through the podcast, what other people do um, really helped kind of refine my process. And for a while I was, once I made the switch to questions first, I kind of neglected the Sims and I realized, you know, kind of saving those to a few weeks before the test was, was not ideal for me. 
um, just because I was realizing, oh, I might see this on the exam and mm -hmm. I'm just thinking a couple weeks in. And so recently, you know, I'm studying for FAR right now. I take it in a few weeks, um, but I, I switched for FAR. I, I'm, I decided to focus a lot on the Sims because um, I heard that, you know, those are huge for FAR. And that, that was kind of a change for me was now adding more attention to the Sims for, for my studying for FAR. And, and when do you, uh, when do you do that? And, and like, what's your actual, do you try to work through them and answer them all at once? Or do you kind of look at it? If you get stuck, you submit it so you can see the answer quickly, then go back. Or how do you actually practice them? I, I use that 90 minute, um, period that you recommend Okay. of, you know, learning new material, the sowing the seeds time of, you know, going through multiple choice questions. And then at the end, picking, picking the harder looking Sims and going through those based on what I just picked up and the multiple choice questions. And then usually I try not to spend a huge amount of time trying to perfect them the first time I, you know, I work a little bit part of the Sim, check that, check the answer, see if I'm doing okay. And I kind of do that off and on. So it's, it's, it's not like I'm working through it, getting it all wrong and then having to restart, but, you know, checking my answers as I go, gotcha. um, which is, a, a, I feel like a little bit more efficient way for me to, to work that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that makes sense. So you, you basically with the whole questions first approach, it's also like Sims first approach, you know, like looking through it quickly to see, okay, from this topic, how does this information appear in the Sims? Mm -hmm. How do you answer it? And actually I, I need to uh, kind of update or add a video. Like that should be basically part of the process, you know, not, not taking it in test format, but doing the exact same ideas, like the questions first, you look through the questions, but then you also look through the Sims just to see, this is how this topic translates into multiple choice and yeah. simulations. Yeah. That makes, makes sense. Yeah. Do you have a, do you do flashcards or like, do you have some form of the stuff you really struggle to understand putting it in your own words? How do you do that? Yeah, I, I'm totally a believer in, in flashcards. Um, and I mentioned earlier that I, when I was review or kind of researching active recall, you know, how our brains work with information. And, you know, I started using an app. A lot of these <laughs> YouTubers were talking about called Anki. I don't know if you've heard of it. I know um, I haven't, but yeah, when I mention uh, Quizlet, I mean, that's just like from, you know, when I was studying and so I'm sure there's way better. That's something I need to like look into. So mm -hmm. yes, tell me about that. And how does it, uh, how do you use it? Sure. Sure. So it's a, uh, it's a really, it's um like algorithm based flashcard app and you, you can create your own flashcards and then it has a kind of a spaced repetition, uh, yeah, spaced repetition algorithm built into the app. So, you know, you're studying through your flashcards in one day. Um, and then based on how well you, you, you remember a certain flashcard, it'll automatically, you know, pop it up a few days later, a week later, based on how, you know, mm -hmm. how you answered that, uh, that flashcard. So I like that. It kind of took, took that aspect and kind of, of, trying to remember information and, and did it for me, like just throwing back the flashcards that I need to know as soon as I was about to forget them. 
Yeah. And so uh, I, I really like that about the app and it's, it's got a great search feature. So when I'm making flashcards or need to edit a flashcard, uh, I can just search bar kind of a super obscure word that pops up on a flashcard. And I was kind of doing overkill at the start. Like I would, when I was doing the multiple choice questions first, you know, question first approach, I would do a multiple choice question and then fill out a flashcard. And I was racking up flashcards like crazy. Yeah, and I, yeah. I realized, <laughs> I realized this, this is probably not the best way. And then you recommend and hearing other people recommend about waiting, kind of doing the waiting to make flashcards when you actually realize you're struggling with something, mm-hmm. um, which comes up in those 30, 30 question quizzes every day you do. And so you start seeing topics that you're having trouble on, and then you actually make flashcards that are meaningful. Um, and so that's something I changed with far as well is not making tons of flashcards, but, uh, making meaningful ones that are actually helping me. And then with the app, they show up when I need to review them. So that's been huge for me is, is staying on top of those flashcards and, and remembering stuff that way. Nice. And so that is, is it O N key, like on key? It's A N K I. Um, yeah. So there's, there was two versions I was using. There was a kind of a mobile version. So there, there's two Ankis that show up when you look them up in the app store. And there's one that's kind of more, it's got a better algorithm that I, I made a switch to that one. I was using a different one first, but they have the same name. So, okay. Um, is it like a $5 app or is it free or? Um, there's, there's a free version. Uh, the first one I was using, you could only make a certain amount of cards. Uh, gotcha. and if, if you, if you paid, you could have the app and it synced to like the desktop version. Then the one I switched to, which is kind of the more robust version that is more recommended has a desktop version, which is what I use. And then the app actually costs kind of a lot for an app. It's like 25 bucks for the phone app, which, you know, I have, that's <laughs> see, like I'm, I know I I'm the type of person where if something will help me like do what I'm trying to do, like faster more effectively. Right. I obviously, especially, and that's like, that's nothing. 25 bucks. Yeah. To pass the exam the first time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like, how long do you really want to be messing with this? You know, it's right. Whatever you can do that like makes this easier and work better. So I have a question about using Becker, but I'm going to save that. It's a question I get asked all the time and you've apparently figured this out, but (laughs) what, so I'm guessing when you're studying, was still with the flashcards, you just keep the Anki desktop thing open and you just, you know, type out whatever you're going to make a flashcard on. And then later it just obviously works on your phone. Right. Right. Yeah. And do you create uh, separate decks or just one, just one big deck? I, I guess because, because it kind of does that for you if it's spacing them out. The reason that I would make I would just make decks of 30 and just number them like far one, far two, far three. Mm-hmm. And, and just, uh, I wouldn't categorize them or anything, mm-hmm. but the only reason I did that was just to make it more manageable. But anyways, you just make one big deck because it kind of takes care of the sorting and everything. So I create, it has kind of like a folder system. So you just, I make like a, a far deck and then a far one, far two, far three, and then all the modules, um, you can make even further, you know, folders for those. And so when I was making tons of flashcards, I was, I was 
you know, making a bunch of folders, but I realized mm-hmm. I can just do, you know, one chapter with, you know, it has like six modules. I can just make the mod, you know, the, the chapter, one group of flashcards and, and make less flashcards. And so, but I, I like seeing what area of far I'm in when I'm reviewing and it just helps me keep organized. So, yeah. yeah. So the Becker question is the thing that, I, and I don't have, you know, I've never used Becker, so I can't really answer this when people ask, but they say that you can't in Becker just generate 30 questions and choose the chapters it's from. You have to either, you can generate 30, but it has to be from a specific module at a time or something like that. Right. I I was actually just working on, I did my 30 question right before this call and was reviewing (laughs) it. And that's something that's kind of got to me is, is you can only pick the module. You can't pick chapters. So Okay. When I, how I do it currently is, you know, when I start a new module, I don't start adding that to my 30 questions until I'm basically through that whole module, which it takes, you know, it takes a while and, and you're kind of missing out on some, some of that review. I wish there was that option just to be able to actually pick individual chapters that you're in and, and get more, you know, stay up to date on the review. Yeah. That's one thing I'm, I, I wish was there. <laughs> so, so how do you do it though? You generate yeah. 30, you just like space the, like what I've, when someone explained it to me, what I told them was, well, I guess what you could do is, you know, do like one thirty from each mo- from each module per day of the week. So that on a weekly basis, you are hitting them or how do you actually do it? Yeah. So th- there's two options they give us. There's, there's a random mode and a personalized mode. The personalized mode I, d- I used to do, but the random mode, you can select the units and I just select the units I've been through. Okay. Um, and uh, I don't usually include the one I'm currently in. So I, you know, I'm on, we, I'm on F8, FAR8 this week. And this whole week I've just been reviewing up to FAR7. I can't, I can't incrementally add each chapter within far eight to my review. Um, and I don't want to be getting, you know, some people study with, you know, they like to add the questions they've never seen before on topics they've never seen before, but I usually don't like to work that way. I I like to, you know, go through a topic, then review it. And so I, I usually don't add on ahead of time. So I usually, that's why I don't add the week I'm in or the, the unit I'm in just so I'm not seeing stuff. I'm, I'm not really sure what I'm looking at. (laughs) So you, so you can, so if you're in F eight, you can generate 20 or 30 or 40 or whatever from like F one through F seven. You can't. Oh oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So F one through F seven. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's got like a, a checklist. You can deselect F one, F two, F three, but within uh, within those, you can't select chapters. So, so what you're, okay. What you're saying is each, uh, like F one is like pretty big. And so yeah. you're just yeah. saying you're kind of missing a lot of what you've been through to not select the unit you're currently in. Right. Right. You can. Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. If you can select all the previous ones though, like that yeah. is, that gets you pretty close. Right. Right. So okay. it's, it's not, it's not terrible. And, but I kind of wish you could, review stuff you've done that week yeah uh, like 
modules you've done that week, but you can only do whole units of, of far at a time. I see. Um, what about your, the last few days before an exam or the last week, what do you, what do you do for that? Yeah, that was another thing. I, I just really appreciated your tips and, and experience on that. That really helped for my first two exams was the week before the exam, how to strategize for that. And then also the actual test day strategy. Um, I just took to heart what you said <laughs> and it worked the first two times, you know, my, my first exam, I was, you know, of course I was, it was my first one. It was BEC and I kind of wasn't really sure how the, how the test actually went, what it was like. So I, I did for that. I took those full length practice tests. I took like two of them, but since then I realized I, I know what the time, I know how to time manage now. I don't really need to sit down for four hours before an exam to practice. Mm -hmm. um, and just devote my week before the exam to just doing multiple choice questions, you know, those sets of 30 over and over reviewing flashcards. So that's kind of typically what my week before looks like. Um, and then exam day is, or, and then the two day cram sesh is, is awesome. That that's yeah. really, really helpful. And just getting everything in the short term memory and then, you know, signing up for my tests on a Monday. So my Saturday and Sunday are just cramming for 10 to 12 hours. And then I know going in on Monday, I've done all that I can. I've seen everything that I can. I've worked everything that's tricky up to this point. And by then I feel pretty confident and yeah. Yeah. I, I really think that like two day thing is worth 10 to 15 points. You know, as long as you've put in the work along the way, you can't, right you can't make up for crappy studying in two days, obviously, but right. <laughs> yeah. Getting everything just really, like you said, in your short-term memory, is just, uh, that yeah. just works very well. Right. Well, what about, um, just test day? I'm guessing part of the reason of the, uh, sets of 30 every day is you get very good and just very comfortable with MCQs. So that on test day, you know, you're averaging close to one minute per question so that you have tons of time left for the Sims. Just how did, how did test day go for you? Like time-wise and any test day tips or things you realized? Yeah. I, 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 the tips you gave about trying to get one, one minute per question was my goal. And of course I took, I took reg and, you know, I, that was my goal, but I, I took a little bit longer on the MCQs than I wanted. I still gave myself plenty of time. I, I shoot for uh, spending half the time on on Sims yeah. and half the time on multiple choice questions. I found that that was helpful, uh, kind of to be able to split it that way. And e even th even though on Reg I went a little longer on MCQs, the the Sims were significantly easier <laughs> for some mm -hmm. reason. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I just got lucky that day and. I finished, I finished actually with a lot of time left over, which was very surprising to me. Um, I thought I had done something wrong, um, yeah. but I, I comfortably went through the multiple, multiple choice questions, comfortably went through the Sims and had tons of time left over. And I, I think the time management tips you give for tests, they are, you know, they really helped in that way. Cause it, I wasn't really stressed out taking the test Yeah, just cause I knew I needed to keep a certain pace especially with the multiple choice questions, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a perfectionist and I would prefer to get something right the first time instead of coming back to it. But 
I think learning to just kind of let go when, <laughs> when, yeah. when something's tricky and just move on. And, and then, you know, that takes the stress away. So then when you, you do have time to review, you do have time to do the Sims. Um, I found that was really helpful on test day. And so I, I ended up going through reg and, and BEC fairly, fairly stress-free. You know, the, the first few minutes are, are stressful because you're just like, wow, this, this is another exam. I hope I don't fail. Mm-hmm. But, you know, once you just kind of get in the groove of, of not getting bogged down on a question and just leaving enough time for Sims. And then with BEC, I mean, I, I left plenty of time for those written responses. It was, it was just kind of, yeah, it, that's how it went on, on test day. Yeah. Last thing I always ask, what are your top two or three tips for people trying to figure out their own study process or working on the exams? I, I would say since I'm, I'm a student, so I have that kind of perspective, you know, for the students out there who may be listening, definitely getting, sticking to a plan is, is crucial. Like, you know, making it part of your daily routine before, you know, classes and exams, you know, creep up definitely incorporating that every day and and the, and the helpful way to do that is you know one of my tips is just the app that you provide is so worth it so i you know someone who who may not be you know purchasing super fast cpa but kind of taking the ideas i would say it's definitely worth it for the app you know <laughs> um definitely yeah. definitely invest in that to to just make it uh studying you know you know you're working smarter you're not working harder uh, so I definitely recommend the app and then just the, the week before the exam strategies were huge for me. I take those to heart. If anyone is, you know, is kind of not sure what to do before test, test day, those, those were really good. They worked for me. And then the podcast, yeah, that's my last one. The the podcast was, was also huge in, in listening to other people's experiences and, you know, successes. Of course, you know, we get you know, we get tired of studying. That's, you know, we're, yeah. we're human beings. There's days we want to quit and not go, you know, keep it up. And, and I think the podcast was a real motivational factor in all this, just hearing there's kind of a group of people who are all in this together, who are learning from each other. And so when, you know, there were days when I just didn't want to study, I was like, I don't want to study this week. And then I just would pop on a podcast and <laughs> I just get really motivated for some reason. Yeah. I I just feel like oh man I I can I can revamp my study process this way based on what the person you know their experience and just make it more efficient and uh, I I think this yeah listening to the podcast were is a huge tip I'd give. No, I I have started one of the emails to our new customers. I say like, okay, there's the course, you know, the stuff you paid for, and the I mean the podcast is free, but I would seriously as you're like figuring out the study process, the first few weeks, I think it's like as valuable as the course itself, because there's just a lot of it's, I I say this all the time, the riding the bike example, like you can tell somebody, okay, you sit on the bike and you do the pedals with your feet, but there's so much understanding that comes from actually like doing it that you can't really put into words. And that's how the study process is. And uh, yeah, hearing other people's just perspectives, while you're figuring that out, mm-hmm. it just puts a lot of things into place that you wouldn't get otherwise. So exactly. I, I appreciate you doing the call. That was really good. And uh, several of your things, especially the flashcard app, I'm going to go look at that right now and mm-hmm. probably start recommending that instead of uh, the old one. But yeah, I appreciate you taking the time and I'm glad our stuff's been helpful for you so far. 
Yeah. Thank you so much, Nate. Appreciate it. So that was the interview with Zach. If you've listened to it this far, you listened to the whole thing. I'm sure you found that incredibly helpful, very informative. It probably gave you hopefully several aha moments of your own, several light bulbs going off as to how you can improve your own study process. So if you found that episode helpful, I would just ask two things. The first one, share our podcast with someone you know that's currently working on their CPA exams. I really think this is the most helpful resource anywhere available, the most helpful free resource, I should say, anywhere available for people that are trying to figure out and improve their own CPA study process. So share it with somebody that you know that's also working on their CPA exams. And then please take a second, look up the podcast, leave a rating and review. And thank you for listening. And we will see you on the next episode.